In the late 20-teens, two brothers realized the one way to solve the world's unsung problems. Sell their dad's minivan, buy a microphone, and smoke a lot of weed. It's hypocrisy. Coming at you live from the Dap Dome, the Pottery Barn of Actual Pot, the Stony Stronghold. I'm Ryan. I'm John. And this is Hypocrisy. How's it going, Ryan? Pretty good, John. Pretty good. Well, actually, it could be better. I got uh, I got some bad news that I decided to uh, withhold from you and break to you on the show. Um, oh, uh, well, that's that's very theatrical of you. I'm sure the listeners appreciate that. Exactly. I, I don't at all. That's super fucked up. But, you, you know, good content is good content. Anything for that sweet, sweet content. All right, so uh, basically, we don't have any way to get problems this episode. <laughs> when, when we... What? When we fucked over those neighborhood kids, that was like the last kind of we kind of burned our last bridges. No one's answering my calls. Uh, we most problem delivery methods that you can find on the hotline. I don't know. I guess we kind of got a reputation for being uh, a bit of a Bermuda's triangle, if you will, in the uh, problem problem giver world. So, yeah, we don't we don't have any way to get problems this episode. So, for those of you who are just tuning in for the first time, Hypocrisy is a show where we usually solve problems. We uh, we recognize that all, all the world's public officials uh, can't get high all the time and think about how to solve, fix things. Um, and they're not even tackling a lot of like the smaller problems out there, or the ones that would require the, the most creative of thinking. So, uh, we get very baked and uh think about those problems and we discuss how to solve them and uh you're welcome the public yeah and those of you tuning in for the first time should also probably know that we are trapped in this shithole studio we rented surrounded by rabid fucking dogs that will eat our faces if we don't solve three problems every episode ryan what what the fuck man what what the fuck are we gonna do yeah we're pretty fucked to be what? honest. Why are you so okay with this? Okay, there's, there's gotta be a problem around here somewhere. Shit. Oh, shit! Yeah, actually! Wait, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, so, sorry. I was getting really fatalistic and uh, freaking out for a bit, but I I think I remember where uh, where problem was. Um. Nope. Nope, I don't. Ah! Shit. How, how, how do we usually get her out of scrapes? Uh, I mean, n- normally there's like a, I, I, I don't know, like a magical computer or, 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 or like like a, a, a super rad like kid on a skateboard or, 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 or like like an alien just appears to us and, and beams problems into our brain. Like this, this shit normally just works itself out, man. Because we get creative. Oh, that's true. Dude, let's get creative, and then maybe we can find us a problem. Yeah, I'm, I'm freaking out, but I'm, I'm not even creative yet. Exactly. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to try and keep my shit together for like five more minutes. Let's get creative. Bits of paper in my weed. Um, <laughs> Shit, that's harsh. That was the other bit of bad news. Uh, we're basically out of weed. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, uh, not being able to leave the studio. That massive amount of ganj that we bought before 
has basically run dry. Uh, the dogs have been keeping us away from her crops, so we have not been able to replenish it. I've been I've been making the reserve last longer by grinding up problems. Wait, one second. Nope, that's beyond me repair. Wait, mm, nope. Sorry, I got like eight grinders. Yeah, check all of them. Check all of them. You said you've been putting problems in there? Ooh, there's some weed in this one. Ooh. I'll save that for later. Nope. Yeah, I'll, I'll help. Okay. Wow, there's like actually like 20 of these. It's like a fucking rush. This one's like a Russian nesting doll. I'm pulling more grinders out of this one. Huh. And they're all empty. Shit. Oh, well, that's um, wait. super practical. Here we go. Here we go. There's a mostly intact problem in this one. Oh shit! Yes. Oh thank God. Um, ooh, it's a, it's an old one, but um, I think I think it'll appease the dogs. It's good because I I don't know if you could hear that over all the fucking grinders, but like they are getting riled up out there. Yeah, they, they, they can smell the fear. And honestly, it's been a long time coming that they've been respecting the pact, but uh, they they've wanted to eat us this entire time only been able to sate their bloodlust on our dear friends the woodland creatures yeah well you know what mom used to say you know never turn your back on a pack of rabid dogs until she did <laughs> i always thought it's more of a metaphor but uh you know I mean, she 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 demonstrated the error of my ways. Uh, and anyway, anyway, uh, let's not go the same way dear old mom did. What 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 does the problem say? Illinois man reportedly shoots his own penis after stealing from a hot dog stand. Interesting. Let 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 let, let, let me see that. Can hand it over. Yeah, here you go. Here you go. Yeah. Wow. You you really. Really fuck this up in the grinder. Uh, okay, I think it says. Uh, in okay, yeah, Chicago man robbed a hot dog stand. Okay. Okay. Killed okay. Two employees at gunpoint demanded right. that they hand over their wallets and the restaurant's cash. Okay. Okay. Now, what he didn't notice. Or at least what he didn't take into account, as he should have, is that one of those employees was holding a large bucket of grease. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And here's the thing. You don't want to ask someone who's holding a large bucket of grease to do something else with their hands, like grab money out of a cash register. And you definitely don't want to do that if you're planning on running away very suddenly carrying a gun (laughs) oh shit so they drop the grease yeah they drop the grease right because they're fumbling with the money they're scared their hands are covered in grease their hands are super covered in grease it's a comedy of errors it's it's certainly a comedy of one man's errors that man being terion pouncey 19 uh, who is a very strong name? I do want to, you know, for for what other mistakes he's made in life, I. It's a great name. Also, yeah. possibly Tyrion again. Uh, I I don't know. I'm sorry, but you have a fabulous name, sir. So yeah, he uh he grabbed all the money that fell on the ground that was all slip slipping around, and then uh. It's like a like a a greasy financial slip and slide. Started sprinting away. And uh, slipped, whoop, 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 and uh, then shot himself in the dick. These kind of Home Alone shenanigans are the kind of anti-burglary tactics I really like to see America's youth employing down at hot dog stands or their homes. Really, anytime they're faced with a hostile adult. Oh, shit. So, so wait, 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 wait. Are you saying that this might not have been purely down to Mr. Pouncey's lack of preparation and, and instead, like, this was intentional? Oh, they- I mean, they just happened to be carrying a massive bucket of grease. I've worked at a hot dog stand, dude. I'm never just carrying a giant bucket of grease. Well, you're a very strong multitasker, so... <laughs> I'm You'd be always... carrying that grease and like working the grill and like 
you know, refilling the ketchup bottle. Yeah, but I'm I'm carrying the grease because I want to. Not because I have to. That's actually I don't know if you um plebeians know, but uh it's actually national law that no one can make you carry a bucket of grease. No one. That's your right as a goddamn American. So okay. So so now I'm a little lost because you're saying that uh the grease was there, mm-hmm. not because it was an important part of the the you know the security system of this place, or because it was... no because because it it was basically this person, uh the robber you know shifty dude comes in with a gun, he's like okay this place is probably getting robbed, um goes over grabs the grease goes straight for the grease yeah like one guy grabs a bat the other grabs the grease yeah. And the person with the bat is immediately interpreted as a threat and told, hey, put that bat down. Boom. Wrecked. You know, you can't you can't face this kind of violence with normal violence. You need to face it with sadistic slapstick mechanisms. Sure, you've got to get Macaulay Culkin on the perpetrator. Indeed. Okay, okay, okay. Key. So, so, um... You, you, you work at a fast food restaurant, you grab the bucket of grease. That's very strong, right? It's good. No one will suspect anything. Uh, mm-hmm. It's sort of like a, a delayed reaction. So y- you don't have to engage. You know, they, they, uh, they run away and then it has an effect. Exactly. So that's really good. Uh, what, what are some other methods of, of sort of like home alone security do you think uh, businesses around the United States can employ for their own protection? Now, are we talking about hot dog stands, or are we expanding this to, like, burger joints? I, I think we, we like a break Red this Robin? bad boy right open, you know? Yeah, I mean, why limit ourselves to the food industries? True, true, true. Like, like someone steps up on you, uh, they, they pull out a sawn-off shotgun, they're like, give me all the money uh, and all of the, the wedding cards, because that right, that's right, you work at Hallmark. Like, what are your options here? Walk me through this. Okay, okay, okay. So, um, I'm I'm scanning the room. I'm scanning the room with my eyes. Now, first off, preparation is key, right? This person with the grease, they they went and they got the grease before the situation escalated. Otherwise, they never would have been able to get their hands on any grease. You know, they they acted like they had a task to do, and they they preemptively struck. That being said, if I was, you know, in a situation where someone surprised me, I would probably, uh, and I highly recommend anyone working in retail do this. If I was presented with an enemy, uh, perhaps someone who pulls a gun and is just like pointing in my face, just like, get on the ground, like I'm robbing this place. For clarity. Yes. That is what's happening here. (laughs) I, I, you know, it's a common misconception that burglars aren't clear in their demands. It turns out they actually are actually pretty pretty open about what they want. They're very expressive individuals about their needs. They're very direct too, which I I do respect. So like most people, if they want something, they kind of walk in and they're like, "Hey, I was I was thinking like, is now is now a good time actually?" Because oh my god, I cannot I, stand it. So 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 like someone being direct and and walking to you and being like, "Hey, I want all of your money." give it to me right now yeah. is i can work with that mm-hmm. you're not you're not putting me on the spot you know you're just asking for reaction and i, I can react that's mm-hmm. fine it's no burden yeah okay so here here's my tips for handling a robbery in yes yes a hallmark right so you're, you're probably like fixing up one of those card stands one of those revolving card stands on like a pole you know that you can spin around you know you know what i'm talking about yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, they got, okay. They got the cards. Yeah, yeah, they got the cards. So on like it. a like a fun merry-go-round. Yeah. Of uh, of capitalist delights. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you're you're working on that. You're looking at a card that's particularly saccharine, and um. Now you have a little chuckle. Yeah. Like, ah. <laughs> that pug. <laughs> it is wearing those sunglasses. And then you notice out of the corner of your eye, do coming in, leather trench coat, black sunglasses indoors, two sawed-off shotguns in his hands. You do know that. Not every robber is Neo from the Matrix, right? Like, I have tried to explain this to you before. I don't know. How many robberies have you survived? Exactly. So... I mean, I live with you. This... (laughs) This... uh, 
this dude's coming in, sawed-off shotguns fully on display. You're thinking to yourself, this dude's probably going to rob this place. Make sure you get to your revolving uh, card thing and just keep shuffling with the cards, keep fiddling with the cards, right? Guy walks over to you, presses both, the, like, he's just flaunting those sawed-off shotguns, pull, pull, actually aims them at you and says, hey, I'm robbing this place. I would like all of the money in this store. And all of all of the cards, put them in my trench coat, right now. That it was what I would like. He hasn't brought a bag or anything. You you need to tuck them in his inside pocket. <laughs> he's got a lot of pockets though. Um, he came prepared. He's prepared. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he knows where he's robbing. It's Hallmark. And um, and he knows a bag is most likely going to like sort of limit his mobility. So so really strapped directly to his person is is going to be the best of his getaway strategy. Exactly. So you're not um, dealing with an amateur, is what you're saying. Mm-hmm, no, this is a professional robber. They have two guns. Um, this is a two-gun robber. So first first step, um, try to de-escalate the situation. Maintain eye contact. Ask them how their day's going. Um, show that there's a human on the other end of this situation, right? Make them, make them not want to hurt you that bad. Then, then, second, make sure that your hands are in plain view. Keep them nearby your head at all times. Okay. Imagine that you're a magician doing in a particularly flamboyant trick. Exactly. Look at my hands. Nothing yeah. there. Keep that keep that in your mind. You are a magician doing a flamboyant trick. Okay? Now I want you to carefully and I mean carefully snatch the revolving thing with all the cards on it and skewer the motherfucker through his throat. Okay, so this is a strong move. Would you would you have needed to take any like preparations to perhaps sharpen the top of the stand first or is that sort of too much of a giveaway and you, you really just have to give it that extra 110 percent of shove force yeah honestly you you I, if you're prepared ahead of time you may have already sharpened everything in your store as any good home alone enthusiast would you know, uh, you got to prepare your environment for any kind of attack from a hostile adult. And as any good employee would, right? Because this is this is your responsibility, looking out for the welfare of the store. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's part of the oath you took when <laughs> you signed up at Best Buy. Um, and it's something you're going to have to actually put your life on the line for someday. Um, so be prepared. Uh, be prepared to kill. Um, but if it's dull... You know, just you gotta apply that extra 110%. That's how you make it a head in retail. That's how you sever a head in retail. Exactly. Like, really, it's gotta be a clean hit because uh, you got like a half second at best before his reaction time allows you to just like blow you in half. So you really gotta just plow it in there, catch him by surprise, you know. No one expects a one of those like merry-go-round card things uh going into their neck which really just goes to show you know how little america has paid attention to uh macaulay culkin uh over these last i don't know 20 or so years uh they've really lost track of the heart of his techniques uh and indeed of him and his terrible murder spree uh if you do know or think you know someone who does know where macaulay culkin is Please tell the police. He must be stopped. You know, yeah, he, he started at, at burglars and lowlifes, and then he just got the taste for, for blood and uh, started setting up elaborate Rube Goldberg traps for uh, random uh, innocent neighborhood neighborhood adults. Never hurts the kids, though. I guess at some point he decided that all adults were, were bad men and needed to be stopped. Right, and he viewed the world as his home that he was all alone in. Yeah, there was that like that brief respite when you know he was still living with his with his family as a child star, and and they were able to deliver him to the government, and and have him uh, have his his memory surgically altered. Uh, but then he 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 did go just like straight up Jason Bourne and murdered all of those FBI agents with just a box full of Christmas ornaments. So like. Um, yeah, I, I don't think he's been seen since then. Yeah, he is at large, but really someone you should model your life after if you want to defend your store properly. Oh, you can't argue with the efficiency of the man. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, the person who grabbed the bat didn't do anything. The person who grabbed the grease 
shot a man's dick off. So I believe this problem solved. Employ Letha Force through hilarious means. And uh I think that's what indeed. we're Indeed. Yeah. Um Yeah, I I'm, and you know It's not just your job, it's your responsibility. Exactly. And you know what else is your responsibility? To call one eight hundred I'm home alone, send help. If you see uh, or hear anything about Macaulay Culkin's whereabouts, he is at large and he is extremely dangerous. Indeed. Speaking of uh, calling, I believe uh, I hear the ring-a-ding-ding of uh, a uh, sponsor. I don't know, man. I I don't. It feels it feels silly to be saying words for money at this point. Yeah, um, the dogs I are just gonna kill us anyway. Think the the barking has got a little louder. From the sounds of the scrabbling, I think that they might have actually tunneled through the exterior wall of the studio. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's okay. Not... The interior wall is gonna hold. It's gonna hold. We've been reinforcing it. Um, we've we've put down a bunch of booby traps. Like it'll it'll stop them. It'll hold. Sure, we're using our own culking training. Uh, I, I think, let's be honest, we've probably got like 20 minutes max left. So, uh, yeah, because those traps aren't going to stop rabid dogs forever. Like, yeah. it's pretty good. We've, we've watched a lot of Home Alone, but they're not going to deal with the whole pack. So, um, yeah, let, let, let's get, we, you know, we took the money for the sponsorship. We're talking about responsibility, right? Yeah. We have a responsibility to... Daddy money bags. Okay, daddy money bags. To do this one last placement bid. Okay. Hypocrisy Today is brought to you by Squarespace. That's right. They got to us too. I mean, it it was inevitable. Um, we we do use them actually as a service quite often for all of our website needs, um, except for Hypocrisy Zone. But well, you know, it, we 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 use it for many other websites. That, that that one is is uh, super special. Um, I, I know. I'm, I'm just. I just want to say. I'm. I'm sorry, listeners. I know you. You've been dreading this moment. We've been dreading this moment. Uh, I mean, we've. What, what can I say? We've become a cliche uh, in in our final moments of life. So thanks for that, Squarespace. Um, but also, uh, thank you for your incredibly intuitive and powerful website builder. Uh, as Ryan says, we have used it a lot ourselves. Um, in the past uh, 15 minutes, actually, while we've been doing the podcast, I've gone and I've uh, I, I loaded up a new website on Squarespace. Uh, I, I used their handy tools. I, I dragged around some text boxes, picked a, a really uh, sort of like nice modern looking theme with like a big full screen photo of like a candle uh, at the top. So really very nice looking uh, and, and i've made myself a, a little bit of a last will and testament uh it seemed nice. like the right time i needed to do it very quickly and still have good results and by god squarespace delivered indeed indeed um i've also used it for many of my um personal uh hobbies uh for one i'm really into photography um i've been recently doing this uh little piece on uh it's kind of kind of got like a little bit of a statement on capitalism and how we're like owned by our money you know but i've been taking pictures of people's credit cards and posting them online um in this big gallery uh you can just go there look them all over um sometimes i want people to get more in depth with like the person behind the card you know so i'll include like their name their address their social um whatever i can get my hands on it's really great i mean it's it's affecting stuff it's kind of like um you know, humans of New York, like, it, it just exactly. lets you have this window into other people's lives, and and it, like, really makes a statement. Yeah, you can make deep shit on Squarespace. Y- you know what else actually makes a serious statement is, uh, yeah, I've been using uh, Squarespace, because they've also got a great embedded audio player, uh, so I've been posting uh, my, uh, my, my freestyle banjo uh, music that I, I do and uh, I've also I've, I've used their they got a, a like a storefront interface so I'm selling albums of my banjo playing uh, and, and I think those have been selling really well I've made 
literally multiple sales uh, using Squarespace. So yeah, uh, speaking of sales, uh, I I actually use Squarespace to create a kind of marketplace of, of my own. Right, because it's very expandable. Yeah, yeah, and I wanted everybody to be able to. I just got this crazy idea, like, so in the real world, there's just stores, and everyone tells you what you can and can't sell and everything. But on the internet, we all know there are no rules. So I was like, what if I made a website where you could just sell anything? And believe me, people found some uses for it. Um, they, I, I, I've seen like people selling drugs on there contract killings one person bought a coup just straight up coup in some small country in south america it's so convenient i mean really anything you could ask for uh, you can get using this website that, that ryan built on squarespace it's, it's super amazing i i actually used it uh not to not to buy anything but to sell i um i, I got on there earlier this week i uh, loaded up a listing and I, I sold my banjo oh nice nice you know, you can also use Squarespace for actually nefarious means. Uh, I uh, what? Yeah, yeah. So I personally, I was feeling kind of vindictive about the world, you know, one day, and I wanted to make some some. It was kind of an artistic statement, but it's more of a giant metal finger finger to humanity. I wanted to create something that would just make people just worried and angry all the time. Oh, dude. Um, this kind of like unfulfilling but all-consuming hellscape for the collective consciousness to consume itself um so yeah i used uh squarespace to bring this horrific vision to reality and that that website is called twitter.com that's right twitter runs in squarespace um and i uh i sold it for a whole ounce Oh, shit! Dude! Dude, do you hear that? What? The dogs are, like, right outside the door, man. Oh, fuck. <laughs> shit, they're, like, scraping on it. Wow. Our, our inner defenses did not slow them at all. Um, they, they are bloodied, but apparently otherwise unscathed. Um, God. Yeah. I can see them through the bulletproof glass. Oh, fuck, man. That one's got an ice pick just through its eye, and it, it just looks pissed about it oh uh, god we need to find another problem don't worry the glass, will hold. The glass will hold it's bulletproof these dogs aren't even bullets you say that i've seen them playing with guns before <laughs> they haven't quite worked them out yet but i mean ugh. they are very intelligent and very creative we saw what they did to billy the bullfrog shit they're going to do that to us, you know dude, that. Well, yeah, but dude, what if we created this? What do you the, mean, man? What, what if they saw us getting creative and they learned to get creative too? No, Ryan, you fool, what are you doing? You'll make the dogs evolve. That would, that would explain why they stopped letting us get to our weed. <sighs> Fuck, they're using our power against us. Come to think of it, we didn't even have this problem with the rabid dogs. You know, they're pretty loyal until they start getting into our ganj. <laughs> they made them hyper-intelligent. and I guess they realized that uh, they were getting a raw deal as dogs in the world. Man, yeah, this is... Uh, talk about hoisted by your own petard, huh? <laughs> Shit. Okay. Um. Well, we gotta find another problem. We we've got to. I mean, where where where? Clearly, are... that last one didn't appease the dogs. No. Like, if we're being honest with ourselves, that was not our, our classic, grade A best fucking work there. Yeah, uh, that was an exhausted part of a problem solved. Okay. Uh, let's look. Uh, there's nothing behind the curtains. Uh. Mm. Maybe in the couch cushions. Nope. Mm. Shit. Um. Oh. Oh shit, dude. Yeah, we're pretty fucked. No, um. I I know where there's a problem. Where? So, you know how we've been trapped here like a, a really long time, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And you know how we've we've run out of like most things that 
you know, normal people would consider uh, the necessities of life. We don't need them. You know, we've got each other. Yeah, well, we, we may do with the power of love and our, until recently, near infinite supply of weed. Uh, but, you know, we, we've, we've kind of, we ran out of, uh, of shampoo a while ago, you know, and then out of toothpaste. It's, mm-hmm. Okay, been, yeah. Yeah. Then out it's, of, like... It's more natural. Well, yeah, exactly. And Get I mean, back to our roots. We're just humans here. No enhancements, no chemicals. <laughs> Make do. Sure. Absolutely no cyborgs. We did have a very strict no cyborg policy when yep. we agreed to do this. You can go uh, through our entire backlog. Effect. No matter how desperate we got for for problems, we never stooped to the level of consorting with cyborgs. No, I just, just you can't trust him. Nope. No. Shifty. Shifty motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Some shifty silicon shitheads. Either be a whole robot or a whole person. Don't, <laughs> don't mix that shit up. Yeah, exactly. Shit or get off the, the cybernetic part. So, speaking of, uh, basically, um, we ran out of toilet paper, uh, which I'm sure you've noticed, but we have been avoiding talking about it. Yes bit personal thing to talk about between brothers um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is your yeah i don't i don't like talking about my swampy booty right uh and i don't like having a swampy booty so a while back i may have started siphoning off some of the, the unused problems too and uh you know utilizing them we used to be so flush with problems you know, we didn't even think about it. How I, foolish we were. I see what you did there. That's, that's quite uh, good. Yeah. So what you're saying is there's probably a problem in it floating around in the uh, backed up toilet. In it's the... possible. It might be deep in there. Like, I don't know how, how you know, far along the plumbing it might have got. I also just now realized why the toilet has been backed up for the last two months. Shit. My bad. Sorry about that. Um. I'm gonna... It, I mean, like, yeah, so the problem's blocking the toilet. I'm gonna have to go down there and dislodge it because Lord knows you're not going to. Um, I mean, I, I, I did Dirty work, Ryan! Like, uh, Fuck me, right? I mean, okay. I can do it. It's... You're not... You're not listening... You me. made the you made you made this bed and now I'm gonna lie no, in it. I don't. I All want right. to. I Sick. want to lie okay. in the bed. Here we I go. I want to sleep in my own All bed. All right, into the toilet I go. Oh, oh. I hate that you made me do this, John. Oh man, it is warm in here. I am like up to my my waist, which is bizarre. I it kind of I don't. I, it seems like. It seems like there wouldn't be that much space in here, but it's kind of, like, bigger on the inside or something. It's just shit all the way down. We really should have stopped using this when it got clogged. Really should have. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, sifting around. Yeah, nothing at surface level. But, uh, my feet, my feet seem to be pressing, and yes, uh, it goes deeper. It goes deeper than, than what my feet are currently touching. Uh, all right. Here we go. Right, no. Oh, Ryan! Ryan! We're animal! Live fast, die, Ryan! Buddy? Dude! Dude! Are you okay? Oh. Ryan, speak to me, man! <clears throat> yeah. I got the motherfucking problem. Oh, fuck yes. And... The toilet's unclogged. Oh, my man. Give, give me your hands. Give me your hands. Yeah. Let All me right, help you me out. out. Oh. Oh, 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 it's, it's like it's sucking me back in. Oh, right. There we go. Oh. Dude, you you fell all over. Oh, all it right. smells so bad. It's in my mouth. Oh. Mm. It's a shame we don't have toothpaste. Or so. Or running water anymore, really. I think that was the last of it in that last flush. But at least we have a toilet we can start filling again. 
Hand, hand me one of those grinders. I'm, I'm just chew this shit up and try and... Ah! Oh, so gross. It's so herbal. <laughs> All right. Well, hopefully being covered in our own filth will deter the dogs from wanting to put their mouths on us to rip us limb from limb. You absolutely know it won't. Uh, Look, that one's yeah. licking its lips. It's making eye contact with you and licking its lips. Oh, God. This might be their kink. Shit. They've learned far too much from you. Here, un un unfold that problem. Let's get on this. Okay, okay. One second. Let me wipe it off real quick. Ah, oh, jeez. There's like, an, there's like an inch of just sediment on that piece of paper. Ugh. Fears squashed. Zucchini mistaken for World War II bomb in Germany. Okay, okay. I, I can see that this is very bad. I, why didn't we use this one before? This is a terrible problem. A German man is out in his yard, digging around. Clunk, what's this? Thinks it's an unexploded piece of World War II ordnance. And is like, oh shit, that's bad. That's terrifying. Goes to the cops, probably super stressful, and is like, yo, there's a bomb in my backyard. No, put your guns down. I don't mean it like that. Uh, manages to talk them out of that situation, brings them back, is like... It's a stressful day. Yeah, right? Look at the bomb. Look at the fucking bomb. Why did I even come back here? I'm not a bomb expert. Look at the fucking bomb. And then they're like, my dude. <laughs> my dude. That, that's a zucchini. That's a zucchini. Right. That Holy is shit. like a oh. B-tier stew vegetable and or sexually pleasing... Uh, vegetable. Vegetable, yeah. Just, just a sexy veg. Sexy, sexy veg. Here's, here's what I think. I think the big issue here. It's not the vegetable. It's not its fault. You know, it's it's a fucking it's plant. Just, it's just a big zucchini. Right. It's it a big zucchini. It, it doesn't know. It can't help it. It can't help being so big. It can't help being such a big, big zucchini. Right, we're not trying to body shame the zucchini here. Also, uh, one 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 quick thing is a zucchini a squash, or like a gourd. I mean, because I think the person writing this article is trying to make a joke, and I don't think it's I don't think zucchinis have anything to do with squashes. I I would say a zucchini is a squash, but I would also say that a cucumber isn't. And now I'm very confused. Fuck. What if what if uh, a cucumber was a squash but a pickle isn't? Like some at some point in the brining process it it transcended squashhood and became something deeper. No, I, I think a, a cucumber is a squash and a pickle is a squished. Mm, okay. But okay, but I'm following you. I'm uh, following our point again is that this is not the fault of the zucchini, right? The no, zucchini not at all is not aware of, like, the wider historical and political context in which it's growing. It's just a fucking, you know, chubby, happy zucchini. Just going, nom, 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 give me all that sunlight and earth nutrients. Like, it, it, it's down to fucking chill. Uh, and the, the, the fault does not lie with the old man. Because it's a, it's a risk, right? Like, in Europe, it's it's they dropped all yeah. those bombs. They were really shitty bombs. Some of them didn't explode. A lot Some of them were very zucchini-like. Yeah. I mean, you know, those allied those allied bomb manufacturers, what are they doing all day? They're making bombs, and they're going home, and they're eating some, you know, some healthy garden veg uh, that was grown as part of the war effort. So they just got zucchinis on the brain, right? Yeah. Yeah. Indeed. When they're like, hey, dude, what should this new bomb look like? They're like, I know two shapes. And one of them is zucchini. What's the other one? Cucumber. <laughs> Obviously, they're English. Which is a squash. Uh, again, yes, I think I think the whole thing holds up. Uh, so so like none of it's there's no fault with either of these people. Mm -hmm. no, people but where's the fault then? It's with the cops, man. Because this guy comes to them, he's like, I think there's a bomb in my yard. 
they, they, they should be trained to know that this guy is very, very distressed, right? And, like, they should be trying to de-escalate the situation in a way which is considerate to his mental well-being. And, and to bring him home and be like, That's a zucchini. Don't you look like an asshole. <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? What is wrong with the German police? Seriously, and honestly, it's, it's definitely the state's fault because they, they created the situation where they let zucchinis roam free and they don't think about urban development encroaching on their lands. And these free-range zucchinis are just brushing up against humanity and causing quite a fright causing quite a ruckus we need this zucchini would be better off in a reserve where it's tended after and it can be free and safe and not have to to run into to other humans that's an interesting point do you think it's a free-range zucchini because it was in a man's garden is it possible that he was just growing zucchini and forgot <laughs> no nah, it's it's much too large it uh it clearly wandered in there and dominated yeah. the other zucchinis. He, 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 he would have noticed had it grown there. It, it, it definitely came in from elsewhere. He uh, knows his own brand. And that was not his zucchini. Honestly, I think the bomb thing is kind of bullshit. Like, I think the reporter just wanted to spice things up. I think the real story here is the man found a giant-ass zucchini and was like, What the fuck? Dude, what? There's a what the fuck is this? And went just like running and called the cops. And the cops showed up and they saw that zucchini and they're like, "Holy shit, fuck! That that that's a whoa! That is a that Christ! That's a zucchini!" Yeah, this dude basically just chicken littled all over the town about the size of a large root crop he found in his yard. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe it. I think, I think it, he knew it was a zucchini, and that's they were all talking about that. You think he was just bragging? I don't think. I it would be, be like if if you if you go, and and you you run out of your bedroom and you're like, guys, shit, there's a nuclear bomb in my bedroom. And then they they like run in like what's going on and you just have your dick out. Oh yeah, it's it, it's it's just it's like a like kind of a bad prank, but also you're you're kind of just bragging. Yeah. Okay. I see that. I see that. And you know, yeah, I I grow zucchinis that are the size of World War Two bombs. Sorry guys, I just mistook my zucchinis for a World War Two bomb because they're so big. <laughs> My bad. I'm oh such a forgetful goodness. old man. Holy shit. Who also happens to have the the gold prize for uh for biggest zucchini in Germany ten years running. Whoops, how did I make that mistake? Silly me. Wouldn't want the news to pick this up and perhaps uh reach the ears of uh two two young men desperate to solve problems um and they uh they also help uh give me another giant megaphone holy shit we played right into his hand oh fuck did we just get catfished is this what catfishing is because i think we might have got catfished yeah we just got catfished to high heaven fuck man and you know what fuck this guy you know you know what the real problem is this asshole this 81 year old zucchini growing jackass in germany just used us for publicity. I feel so used. Fuck that guy. That's a solution. Fuck him. Yeah. Problem solved. Right. Um. I looked up from the problem, and all of my righteous fury just immediately evaporated and was replaced with mortal terror. Yes. <laughs> the uh, dogs have cracked the bulletproof glass. Yeah. Uh, it does not look like it's gonna hold. Um. I wasn't even looking at that man. Look at the fucking door. What the fuck? They're picking the lock? The handle is turning. Dude. Oh, man. How did, how did they learn how to open doors? Shit. How did they learn how to open doors? Yeah, that's like the one thing. They don't ha they have a- they don't have opposable thumbs. I think this is it, man. I think we're done for. I, our, those two problems were just piss poor and didn't remotely satisfy the dogs. They're not even going to let us find a third one. Um, I guess, uh, I guess this is it. 
It's been real, hombre. Hermano. Ryan, I, I just want you to know that these, these last few six months have been the proudest and the emotionally painful of my entire life. It was it was pretty fun. Um, I don't remember much of it. Uh, we smoked a lot of weed. <laughs> Sayonara, assholes. Um, to all you listeners, thank you for being so loyal. Uh, please listen to these episodes over and over again in memorial for our excellence and take our lessons to heart because that's what we wanted to spread our wisdom for is we want young minds to absorb it and think like us and solve problems all over the world so uh you 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 go out there and you fucking do it okay do it yeah you get out there you 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 solve problems you make the world a better goddamn place and you show those squares up in washington how to, to make a difference and have a good time all at fucking once. But whatever you do, do not make a podcast where you solve problems for other people because that, that shit is our deal, okay? And like, fucking... Yeah, don't ape on our game. Registration mark, copyright, <coughs> trademarked. Hypocrisy. Like, exactly. Exactly. That's our brand. Don't stop on our brand. Don't um, step on our territory. Shit, the door's almost open. It's, oh, it's been a okay, really okay, slow okay. handle turning. Uh, well, it's their first time. You gotta, you still gotta give it to them. But okay, okay. Uh, we still have like, like ten seconds left. Uh, you can't contest, contact us on Twitter anymore at hypocrisy. Uh, but 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 uh, we we do say in in order to try and save the world and like learn our problem solving craft and shit, go to hypocrisy.zone. Uh, you gotta you gotta look at the backlog and thank Seth Boyer uh, for the use of our awesome theme song. Yeah, that's basically it. That's all you need to do. Um, I think I accept this. I I embrace I embrace our end. We're gonna we're gonna die doing what we loved, being ripped apart by rabid dogs. No, that's not right. Shit! Oh God, this is it! Gas addicted monkey caught drinking fuel from parked motorcycles. Holy shit! What the? What the that, fuck? Is that a problem? Someone shouted a problem to us from outside the door. I think. I think if we solve this, we'll be able to sate the dogs, at least for I, I, one more day. I, I I can't see this. There's someone behind the dogs, but but, but they're. Oh they're, my god. They're not able to get through right now, but they at least got a problem to us. All right, all right. And now we have to solve it to save our lives, and theirs. Let Let's do this, brother. We can do this. Okay. So there's this gas addicted monkey, is just chugging on gasoline and draining all these cars. Or, well, I guess motorbikes. It's gonna graduate to cars. You know that. Right. You you always start small and 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 work your way up. Yeah. You know, it's it's the classic story of a junkie. Indeed, indeed, and it's which we don't know anything about. Yes. We have always all. been at the utmost control of our vices. Yes, we're we're complete strangers to drug addiction. Um. But uh. It's some the the real addiction here isn't even really a drug, right? The addiction these monkeys have is kleptomania. They're not drinking this gas; they are fucking siphoning. And sure, yeah, they'll they'll take a little off the top, take a little nip, a little hair of the dog, you know, get their day going right. But uh, for the most part, they they're storing up this gas for something. Sure, I mean the. Uh... <laughs> The, the locals quoted in this in this problem, uh, they say that the monkey was clearly addicted to the petrol because but, it would refuse to eat even bananas and nuts if anyone offered it. Dude, that monkey's on the job. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not just like, you, you don't go up to like a fucking, like a gardener and just be like, hey, you, you want some trail mix? You want some trail mix, buddy? That is super rude. And that monkey doesn't want to be memorable. They're a criminal. They're getting in to steal. You know, so if you're offering them stuff and they they eat it, you're probably going to take a picture with them. And that, that puts them at the scene of the crime. Sure, that is a huge risk for animal criminals because they are super adorable. Uh, so very likely, like, if a bystander sees them, they'll get their camera out and immediately start taking photos. Yeah, you don't get on Instagram when you're uh, when you're on the job. 
you're pulling a heist. Um, but what what are they getting this gas for? They're not selling it. We'd know if there was a secondary market for gasoline run by monkeys. Right, because it would be super adorable. So like and very anyone they're they have no qualms about heavily undercutting the market. Um, especially if they're getting it for free. So uh, I would be all over that shit. Right, so they'd get a ton of customers because everyone wants cheap gas. And then immediately all of those customers would be like, wait a minute, looking under their hats like, are you a monkey? This is so cute. I have to put this on Instagram. Like, no, problem. Although while that's happening, their gas is getting siphoned right back. They They know the game. Oh, man. So that's super sneaky, because here's what they could do, right? So Hell, maybe they are selling it. They, 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 you go to their gas station, right? You fill up. You're mm. like, yeah, I got, got all that gas. Maybe they give you, like, a complimentary, like, windshield wipes. You're like, the service here is so good. And then you drive off, and you don't notice the monkey clamped to the underside of your car. You're like, uh. you get five miles out, he just starts drinking all that gas back up, yep. storing it in his tummy bags. Indeed. Everyone knows the best place to store your ga- gasoline when you're siphoning it is in your stomach. You then find, you later, uh, you know, just a few hours later, find, like, a location where you can just vomit it back up into a funnel. Um, be on your merry way. I mean, that that's, <laughs> I, I don't want to, you know, talk some shit here, Ryan, but that's if you're an amateur. Like, if you are committed to the gas siphoning game, you get a little tube installed in your stomach, so you can like, just like a like a pool inflatable. You just pop that open, and you can just like squeeze uh, it out. Yeah, yeah. A little a little get tapped. Yeah, exactly. is what they call it in the in the gas siphoning game. Um, but seriously, what are these monkeys collecting gasoline for? Maybe like a a giant gas powered monkey robot. That's incredibly likely. Shit, man. I think we need we need to work in Thailand. Yeah, because they're just not seeing the signs, right? Like this is a classic example of the kind of value that the Hypoxy podcast can bring and will continue to bring if we don't get eaten by rabid dogs in the next five minutes. Like they're they're on the ground, right? They, all all they can see is like they're going to work, they're getting their coffee, a monkey is drinking their gasoline. You know, they had a fight with their wife. It's just one part of like a cacophony of noise, they can't, you know, put it together and see the patterns. Us over here, we take the thousand foot view, we're like an eagle in the sky. We can see it laid out in front of us. Giant gas powered monkey robot. Indeed. Shit. Well, fortunately, I believe this problem is kind of solving itself, right? Because we're discussing it here on the Hypoxy podcast and someone in Thailand is probably going to hear it because we have such a diverse listenership and when they hear it they'll get it right to their elected officials like we suggest that you do with all of our solutions to problems and uh they'll put that right right into uh into action right civic-minded thinking requires civic-minded activism so you're welcome enough this time you're right we need to come up with a solution for the monkey robot in addition to just warning them Right, because they might not know what to do. We'll have notified them of a problem. That is not in of itself the solution to yeah, a problem. Yeah, we're not problem deliverers. <laughs> we They don't even speak to us anymore. Uh, we are problem solvers. Okay, so the monkeys might not be just drinking the gasoline, right? You know, for, for, for a cheap buzz. They're definitely also building this... this terrifying simian doomsday robot mm-hmm. uh but they are drinking some of it they're getting a little bit of a you know yeah a little bit of a, a 9 a.m fun cap on you know who doesn't well exactly we all have our flaws um but can we use this against them you know i don't follow so 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 could we maybe we we like case them a little bit it's like we find Maybe the monkey that's in charge with, like, screwing on the weapons array. And, and, and we observe his routine. And we just, you know, maybe leave uh, a couple extra motorbikes on the way between his monkey house and his monkey job. Ah. And so, so he's like, ooh, a mo- motorbike. Well, there's no harm in just, just one. So we... a whole, <laughs> little sip. And then he yeah. keeps on going down the road. He's like, oh, 
a motorbike. Well, you know, I've got a good buzz going. Make him let's keep this train rolling. Make him smoke the whole pack. Right. I um, I I like the idea of basically pushing their addictions to the point in which it destroys them and their families. Well, and their and their giant robot, more importantly, yeah. right? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure that too. Yeah, because th- this guy gets into you know his little monkey parking space. He takes off his little monkey hat, waves to his little monkey secretary, and he's like, "All right, Sharon." I'm going to affix the doomsday laser now. And she's like, that's nice. And he's like, I'm pretty tanked. <laughs> going to be honest with you, because monkeys don't know how to lie. That's a fact. And then she says, I'm leaving you. And he's so broken up about the divorce that he makes a miscalculation and the monkey robot just explodes. It's a gamble. I get it. You're going to accelerate them being able to fuel this because it's likely almost complete construction wise it just needs to be powered but um i i highly recommend you take this route thailand i I do want to just double check because it is important that you know the plan survives you know various contingencies uh do you think this has a chance of success if the monkey is not married to his secretary likely um, I think uh, any number of uh, horrible misfortunes can befall a, a, a gas addict, you know? Okay, so it's not necessarily... That was just one of many possible hypothetical scenarios. Oh, All that's we going know to is, happen. Okay. So, so the monkey will get so drunk that he marries his secretary? <laughs> Maybe that's it. He walks in flushed with confidence. Mm-hmm. He's like, Sharon! <laughs> Cancel all my meetings. We're getting married, doll. <laughs> they have the ceremony right there. He says, I'm going to fix the laser. She goes, you're drunk. I'm leaving you. And he's so broken up. But doesn't get out in time and they all explode. Yep. It's tragic. Um, there's also, like, say, like, the pilot, you know, has been hit this sauce a little much, you know. And, you know, he's he's got, um, he's got his lover. Um, they're thinking of moving in together, right? And uh, he see he sees them at uh, at their place and is like I'm I'm gonna go off and I'm gonna pilot the giant the giant um, monkey robot thing and but I'm I'm pretty drunk probably gonna crash it and um, his lover just goes I'm leaving you and he's so broken up about it that he he just. Hits the gas even harder and just fucking ignites, just spontaneously combusts in the pilot seat, and it all just fucking explodes. Right. So, so the real important here thing here is that in order to effectively sabotage the monkey robot project, we do have to get as many of the monkeys as possible drunk enough that their partners leave them. Yeah. I think that's really the crux. Of, of the, the way that we're going to crack this particular monkey nut. Indeed. So, uh, good luck. Dude. Huh? Dude. The dogs. Oh, shit. They've, they've, they've stopped yelling. They're dispersing. I know. They're honoring the pact. I think we've made it. Oh, my God. <gasps> oh, my God, Ryan. <gasps> Ryan, hug me, you fool. Oh, John, we're alive. Ah. Oh, God. Ah. Ah. I forgot you smell so bad. Oh man, oh. it's it's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, who who the fuck saved our lives? I, I don't know. I don't know. C- c- come in, come in, stranger. Ho- open open the door. Oh oh my god. Who are you? It's me, Ben. Your brother. <gasps> what? Family 
the sea of cbd but it doesn't really make sense <laughs> do any of these make sense well but we're not in a sea <laughs> uh we have included we have the land of la mancha of smoking good ganja that's great <laughs> Like, the Empire State of Getting Baked. Again, it, it's a building. <laughs> the Gettysburg of Getting Herb. Yeah, okay, that's more of a city, but still. 